I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Lord, I've really been real stressed, down and out, losing ground. Although I am black and proud, problems got me pessimistic. Brothers and sisters keep messing up. Why does it have to be so damn tough? I don't know where I can go to let these ghosts out of my skull. My grandma's passed. My brother's gone. I never at once felt so alone. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's the first of the week. Yes, it is. And uh, we're back. So, uh, you know, doing our same old Blackout Tips thing. You know how we do, guys. Every week uh, we do five shows. Uh, you know, the motto is nothing's wrong as it's funny. And we try to get some uh, comedy out here for people, man. We do. Uh, today is no different. Um, the show can be found on itunes and stitcher radio just search the blackout tips while you're there leave us five star reviews we love those and we read them on the air regardless of content so even if you have something bad to say uh we still read it on the air uh you know been getting a lot of new listeners lately a lot of crazy people a lot of people that think we are sponsored by uh adam and eve so we can't talk about anything except porn listen we know you're crazy, but leave us a five-star review, all right? Your, yeah. cur- your crazy ass always will contribute something to the show. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, <laughs> go to theblackoutest.com, leave comments, vote in the polls, stuff like that, leave voicemails throughout the week. We appreciate people that do all that stuff. Keep your voicemails less than three minutes and try to keep them from being crazy, and we'll make sure that they get played on the air. Mm-hmm. Um the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions they've got an audio play album on itunes called the best of rod and karen wait a minute our names are rod and karen what <laughs> can you believe this it showcases the vocal talents of one Karen Morrow. Karen's extremely talented at voiceover, and they love her accent and her voice. You can find it on iTunes. Just search The Best of Rod and Karen. Guys, even if you don't buy it, go to iTunes. Search The Best of Rod and Karen. Give it a five-star rating. Leave a little review. Hey, I like this. Love this. Whatever. Uh, it, it helps them out tremendously uh, because, you know, their investors love the see that the album is getting a little traction, getting some good reviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It helps us out because, obviously, as the people who are promoting the album and on the album, uh, it certainly makes us look good. Um, yes, it does. And, it, you know, and it also makes us feel like, wow, we got a good audience. So um, I would appreciate it. Karen would appreciate it mm-hmm. if uh, you guys would go do that, man. Um, you know, it's not very hard to do. Um, and, uh, a matter of fact, I'm doing it right now while we're live on the air. Um, so, you know, make sure you guys do it, man, because we appreciate, uh, everybody that does it. Yeah, yes, Karen. I'm about to say, somebody actually left one. Yeah, Terrilyn, uh, Two Fish Terrilyn already left one. I saw Dexter, uh, thanking her on, uh, Twitter the other day, man. So thank you to, uh, Two Fish, man. We appreciate you. Um, uh, but yeah, make sure you guys do all that stuff because, uh, it helps the show out and, uh, we appreciate it. We also have another sponsor, a little sexier. Uh, let me see if I can find some. Oh, actually, I'll just play this. Hey, 
that's right guys the illuminati sponsored this segment have you been thinking about surprising your lover in that bedroom with some nice little naughty toys and shit how you been thinking about mixing it up a bit maybe things are getting a little tired in the bedroom hmm? well here's an offer you won't be able to resist uh, resist go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you can get 50% off of just about any item in stock period I dare you to find the item they won't match but in addition to your 50% off because that's not enough for our listeners you also get three free count them three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration plus a gift that is so motherfucking sensual I can't tell you what it is guys I am legally not allowed to it's too sensual you guys are all come in your pants right now and I know you're at work <laughs> you're on that treadmill you're doing all kinds of stuff to trying to you know look like you're busy I don't want you guys busting all over the place so I can't even tell you what the gist is but it's too sensual okay and then and I don't know maybe this is gonna be the thing that makes you makes you come free shipping oh oh hold on I actually had to take a break I had to take a break hold on free shipping the best kind of shipping uh plus uh all you have to do is go to adamandeve.com and put in code tbgwt so you get 50 percent off your one item three free adult dvds you get free shipping and a free central i oh free central item that uh can't even tell you about so make sure you guys do that we appreciate everybody that does and it supports the show all right we're done with that okay was that difficult guys mm-hmm Start of your week, Sunday. Some of you guys won't listen to this till Monday. Um, let's go ahead and get into some some show stories, okay? Let's do stuff it. is happening. And you know what? And I, and I and I would like to come out and say something. Yes. I would like to say. No, wait a minute. <clears throat> I would like to say an apology to the crazy person that called in yesterday. <laughs> I would like to say that I'm sorry that I told you, you know, that um, you were not a fan of our show. Because I don't really know if you're a fan of our show or not. But, you know, I would just like to say I, I apologize on your behalf to all the women that you beat. I apologize. <laughs> I want to tell those women that I am sorry for you that you allowed this man to whoop your ass. I apologize on his behalf. So I just wanted to let everybody know that I don't know if he's a um a, a fan of the show or not. So I just wanted to put out a publicly apology because you know you know we love all our fans. No, you know we know we love them all. So I just had to let 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 that be known before we move on with the show. Well, thank you, Karen. It's mighty big of you, mighty white of you, as they say, uh, to go ahead and uh, apologize to uh, whatever that crazy dude is. I think it's still the crazy same. I think it's the same crazy dude that called complaining that one time and I cut his phone call off. Mm-hmm. I think it's just him, but then he called from another unlisted number and said a different name. That's my fault for not screening the calls because, you know, next time it won't happen. Um, so everybody knows the big news. Secretly a hit video dropped last night. Oh, well, that I was everybody sleeping. was talking about. Oh, shit. What happened? I oh, was yeah. John Earl, the spinner man on Cashville performing live, Trap Star. Who the hell is this? Yeah. So I'm talking. Uh, what do you mean? Who the hell is this? Uh, hey, 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 
Hey, you got big money, you got fancy cars, everybody know you. It's like you a trap star, you're breaking down bricks, chopping up O's, breaking down bricks, chopping up O's. He got a spin necklace. You drive fancy cars, everybody know you. It's like you a trap star, you're breaking down bricks, chopping up O's, breaking down bricks. Rapping for the kids. Got the arm and hammer, but you ain't working with no nails. You cook the cake, now you straight catch yourselves. You break down bricks, call your devilish man. You got a chunk, now you popping rubber bands. You pack heat, just like the Wayne Wade. Got you blowing up. Like you swallow a grenade, got the toilet paper, because you know you the E. Got the A1s, where every color and fee. Got the keys, going for 16, fight on greed up. Man, it's time to take the shine. You got a Chevy sitting on the truck frame. You got them gals and you don't even know their name. Smoke that, 150 a quarter, done read up. Now you're pushing that blow like Katrina. When they hit the N.O., the block is like chickens. Everybody know your name. The real figures, we love you to death. The fake figures, wish you took your last breath. Confront the block and throw a larger amount. Even through, even through your drives, money. Drive busy cars, everybody know you. It's like you a trap star, you're breaking down bricks. Oh, oh, get it. Oh, oh, oh. Get the spin on them. Mm, that's a double spin. Like a trap star. You spin it with a spinner necklace. Inception. Go to club, you never wait in line, roll Michael Vicks, like every first time if you crap out, you got money in the bank, if you go to jail, you got money to make bed, when you smile, chandeliers in your grip, use a cake daddy, you keep them gas so clean, they burn your pockets, just like gasoline, got cars and houses, all in there last night, 26 with the Lambo doors with the flip down, even that spinner going too. Got four twelves up in the back. Turn it up, the back window might crack. You got the powder, you don't mess with all that. Not a pimp, but you keep that man. Call your son a cause, cause you keep a big sack. Ever since wanna see you dead. Hit a price up on that head. A cold slay on the phone like ET. The fed know the number, they don't know what you are. Turn it on. Just like a you drive cars, everybody know you. It's like you a track star. Oh, oh, he get to the ground on the drop it like it's medium. Okay. everybody know you. It's like you a track star. Breaking down bricks, chopping up O's. Breaking down bricks, chopping up O's. Don't you drugs, kids. Oh my God! <laughs> Who sponsored this? There? <laughs> I think they got a crackhead to convince the kids not to do drugs. Like, when you do crack, you will do anything for drugs, including freestyle for three and a half minutes. Oh man! <laughs> so yeah, that was the heat that that shut down the timeline last night. I know it did. Nah, I'm just joking. That that wasn't it. No, nobody was checking for that shit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, actually, uh, what did shut down the timeline, uh, was Beyonce and Nicki Minaj.
Beyonce talk like she don't come out when Beyonce get back at you one thing I love about her she might not put a tweet put a Facebook post anything like that she write a motherfucking song about it she's like if I'm gonna talk god damn it I'm gonna get paid I know damn she said of course shit go down with a billion dollars on the elevator right. of course go, 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 go I don't know the numbers anymore, guys. Day 215. Of Solange Gate, uh, Beyonce has released her official statement. Uh, when there's a billion dollars on the elevator, shit goes down, guys. Okay? And uh, I believe that's what we're witnessing is shit going down um, on this elevator. So, so we're going to finish the song? Uh, hell yeah, we're going to finish oh, the song. Okay. But that was breaking news. Japanese and Indian, got Malaysian, got that yaki, that wavy Brazilian. Damn bitches thirsty, I'm Hungarian. Nikki BB eat in diamond fangs, barbarian. Y'all, like MJ Doctor, they killing me. Propofol, 
I know they hope I fall But tell them winning is my motherfucking protocol Cause I score before I ever throw the ball These bitches washed up and ain't no fucking soap involved uh. It's every hood nigga dream Fantasizing about Nikki and B Curve delicious, pussy serves delicious Mayday, mayday, earth the bitches Slap these hoes on their ass like we birthing bitches uh. The queen of rap with Queen B. If you ain't on the team, you playing for Team D. Cause we A-listers, we paid sisters. This watch right here done fades blizzards. I confess I woke up like this. All this drank in my cup like this. All this ass on that flawless dick. Instagram, another flawless pic. Flawless city with these flawless titties. I got all these hundreds, you got all the fifties. I'm with some flawless bitches cause they mild and pretty. Cause niggas love bad bitches that be on a grizzly. Throw that ass back, I be on my frisbee. Princess cut diamonds on my Disney. He want monster, Nikki and Sri Lanka. I told him meet me at the Trump Ivanka I said come here let me show you how this cookie tastes This that gear nigga eat the cookie face <laughs> Wow so that's what dropped last night and of course Yes <laughs> Very glad I was sleeping Cause I drove your ass crazy <laughs> Yeah that dropped in the middle of the night uh, a ton of uh people were uh very very excited mm-hmm. whole timeline lit up because you have a few contrarians and everything now you know personally i think we can't discount spinner man and his effect on the whole beyonce phenomenon obviously because mm-hmm. i mean he was spinning with the kids he was ah you know got a little bit out of breath but he fought through it I mean, he also woke up like this with a big ass spinning rim on his chest. Yes, so, he did. You know, I, I I don't want to take away any credit from him either. Mm-mm. But yeah, definitely uh, breaking news: Solange Gate. Uh, and, and, and you know mm-hmm. what? The thing about it, for some reason, people just because Beyonce <coughs> light skinned don't mean she ain't black. I think sometimes people forget that Beyonce is a black woman. Mm-hmm. she's lived down in houston like even her videos was like hey y'all um uh, my whole life ground my whole background ain't been this sparkling thing angel is the video yeah yeah and uh it's just one of those things where she lets you see where she's from and you know one thing i can say about beyonce that i love beyonce is the only black woman that like the nsa like these these background people mm-hmm. you know they spying on her and shit talking about her when they just supposed to be protecting and serving like she wasn't a few black women that's big enough where they'll stop doing real work and, and talk about her own shit that they know that's being monitored. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I can say I do uh, love about her. And like I say, Beyonce say if she going to make statements, you're going to have to download her goddamn statements for now, not send at iTunes. Yeah, I just like that when, um, you know, like even with the NSA and stuff monitoring her, nobody still knows when she coming out with these hits. Right. She was be driving this shit in the middle of the night. It's like, Beyonce, I was trying to go to sleep. Well, I guess I'm up to foe. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I guess we got to talk about it. Whole timeline, just a buzz. I didn't even say nothing. I just watched black women love on Beyonce. And then, of course, niggas came in and started hating, you know, uh, you know, immediately. As is the, the par for the course, black women enjoying themselves. Somebody got to say, say something. something. But right. It's, it's 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 for some reason. I don't know if that's the the law. Like you just can't have fun. Beyonce was rapping, dog. Right. 
also you know what else man um i've been saying it for years but um i'm tired of like not enough collaboration between black women and, and music man right like, like this is a good moment man where you got nikki and beyonce on the same track like number one in each one of their lanes working together like normally it's some old like if you do get them talking about each other, it's some kind of catty ass, like, oh. Bullshit. You, yeah, yes. well, I'm, the, I'm the real queen of this, this music shit. And then, uh, you know, like, it can, it's like black women, uh, hip hop artists are all Highlanders. There can only be, be one. one. Right. Like, motherfuckers ain't made a, a, a track together in uh, over a decade. Uh, so it's kind of dope, man. That they'd be like, yo, two of the best people in the game right now uh are are rapping together like they didn't have to do this but no. this is a pretty big major shit especially considering nobody fucking knew it just dropped right. you know what i mean like of course it's dope Right, we playing it twice. Fuck you, it's our show. Right. And you can say what you want on the shit. On the shit, on the shit, on the shit, on the shit. Everyone wanna feel like this. First of all, you knew she was gonna kill it because nigga came in rapping and shit. Right. Like when she be fucking around, she be coming in with singing, singing and shit. Right. And talking about starships and all this shit. When she came in with that, with that, with that flow, it's like, oh hell, she she rapping. Right. And I love her in this mode, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna hate when she go back to being like a uh anime character and shit like right black woman Nicki minaj been been great for a year just about like this is awesome got malaysian got that yaki that wavy brazilian uh, uh, rock, rock, i'm hungarian Nicki bb eat in diamond fangs Yo, like mj doctor they killing me pro before i know they hope i fall 
But tell them winning is my motherfucking protocol Cause I score before I ever throw the ball These bitches washed up and ain't no fucking soap involved uh. It's every hood nigga dream Fantasizing about Nikki and B Curve delicious, pussy serves delicious Mayday, mayday, earth the bitches Slap these hoes on they ass like we birthing bitches Mayday, mayday, earth the bitches. <laughs> uh, the queen of rap, slaying with Queen B. If you ain't on the team, you playing for Team D. Cause we A-listers, we paid sisters. This watch right here done face blizzards. I confess I woke up like this. All this drank in my cup like this. All this ass on that flawless dick. Instagram, another flawless pic. Flawless city with these flawless titties. I got all these hundreds, you got all the fifties. I'm with some flawless bitches cause they mild and pretty. Cause niggas love bad bitches. Monster Nikki in Sri Lanka. I told him meet me at the Trump Ivanka. I said, come here, let me show you how this cookie tastes. This, that, yeah, nigga, eat the cookie face. Rod, 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 Rod. <sighs> Man. All right, so we got to go from that to something else I discovered yesterday. What else did you discover yesterday? Now, that is, was everything. Like, if that moved black people forward, this moved black people back. <laughs> I found a website called... Two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah, I found a website called Thought Pockets. What the hell is that? Yeah, Thought Pockets. Um, like a hot pocket? Uh, Well, you know, thought means that hoe over there. Uh, oh, that type of thought. Uh, it's Fucking phrase words. ThoughtPockets.com is a pornographic website. Oh, Lord. Uh, That is... um. Well, if you go to the About Us section, it says, <clears throat> I made this site with the intent of bringing the, the world some of the best unscripted, unrated amateur videos. 90% of the females that you see on this site will be females you never saw filmed before. Do they know they were filmed? Right. That's a bigger question. All videos will be recorded in my home with one camera and no cameraman. So I couldn't afford a cameraman. I like they don't have staff or lighting or any of that. Just me and the female. Thanks and enjoy from Team Dirty. Um, do you have any small print saying that everybody in this video is uh, uh, above the age of 18 and everybody consented to this? Uh, that's what it says at the beginning. Okay. Now, it makes it wants to make you join, uh, become a member uh, at $13 for one month, $12.99 for one month, or $20.99 for two months. I like that it's only one or two months. Like, <laughs> ah! you know, people ain't going to stay. You know, it's, he don't expect his site to stay up that long. Mm-mm. So I can just make two months off of this. Uh, I don't want to. I don't think I, I'll be I doing this for a year. I ain't trying to break nobody. You know, well, yeah. don't don't make don't make no six month commitments. Uh, and the contact information is all in the left head corner. Uh, it is small print. as hell. So, you know, it says yeah. any suggestions, questions or comments, please don't hesitate to contact me. Also, any females who are interested on being featured on my site, contact me. Thank you. JStoneTeamDirty at gmail.com. So if you want to get with JStoneTeamDirty, ladies, uh, let's read the description of some of his, uh, site, some of his, um, some of his, uh, scenes, right? Now, what I like about the scenes is if you want to play the trailer, you actually have to download the trailer. <gasps> and it'll, 
<laughs> you can't just click and play. Who the fuck will you fuck around and get a virus? <laughs> Who made this site? That dude with the spinners at the beginning of the show? <laughs> Who made this? Spinner man. Yeah, this is so ghetto. <laughs> they didn't know how to make a website, did they? And then the background is just one flat color, too. <laughs> it looks like a very close-up picture of, oh, a, hot, of a hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> of a burnt hot pocket. Of a burnt uh, hot pocket, dog. Look, look like somebody got up real close on their grandmother leather and just snapped a picture. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. <clears throat> but for, like, this particular ah! one, there's a... Uh, there's a description. Thought Fufu and her cream pie dessert is the name of this scene. Oh, Lord. Now, Thought Fufu, boy, what can I say? Sloppy, spell wrong, one P. Oh. Ugly dreads, fat stomach, and dirty feet. But when she put her mouth on my dick, all that went out the window. Wow, you don't make us sound attractive, dog. <laughs> just, just. It's like, why, why? That's why he got one or two months. <laughs> You 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 know the the purpose is for the women, not you, right? <laughs> that that don't sound appealing. Hey, not come check out my know. site. I got sloppy, ugly dread, fat stomach, and dirty feet, guys. Right? Okay. I mean, this not, is what we some people. Not, I mean, this. not unless that's your thing. You know, I ain't knocking it. I mean, if it is your thing, that's not how you describe it. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So if this is the kind of woman you're into, you don't describe her as sloppy of ugly dreads and fat stomach with dirty feet that's not how you describe what you're into uh he says but when her mouth when she put her mouth on my dick all that went out the window i had to see what that pussy was about though <clears throat> bent her over and gave her the strokes and she was loving it not the strokes <laughs> like the <laughs> like the rock and roll what, group. What's, what, what is this and, and the thing that got me turned out was when this thought is with this thought is when i asked where can i come and she replied come in my pussy i let off that load right in there check it out can't wait till nine months later when he comes out with the uh right continuation uh video of this one where he's on maury pierce passion fuck session part one karen part one <laughs> Oh, part one this old thought was the first female i recorded for this site she was eager to help me out after we did the scene she hit me up and told me that she really wanted to fuck me i laughed because i had already knew that lol enjoy <laughs> <clears throat> now here's a uh, haze and her super tight pussy oh now i have been watching haze for a while i knew and i knew i had to ha had to fuck her i was out of money so I offer her some Peruvian weave. Oh, not the good weave. And she was more than happy to get fucked. One of the few thoughts that I, that I know can't take dick, LOL. So she got some Peruvian weave for her. That's how he pays for for the sex scenes. Uh, oh, okay. Now I downloaded one of the trailers. Oh, Lord, I don't have the speed on our crash. Just to hear, uh, yeah, if we get a virus, guys, I apologize. Okay. This is now this is thought foo foo. Um <laughs> he apparently is working the penis pretty well. Uh with the oral sex. Uh not a lot of talking. Not a lot of yeah, not sex seems a little bit uh for uh, formal. Right. For lack of a better term. Um yes. Yeah, this, this uh this sounds like when oh, people shit. 
Yeah, that sounds like when people are trying to have sex and like their kids are in another room. Right, right. It was like we don't want to wake the kids up. Yeah. Shh, keep it down. Oh. It might have been somebody in the other room for all we know. Yeah. Um, I don't see him zooming in on her dirty feet or anything. Right. So that's good. Um, but yeah, that was the trailer. That that does not sell me, sir. <laughs> I watched my share of porn and I would give this a thumbs, a thought thumbs down. <laughs> a thoughts down? Yes. Uh, let's see. We have, um, uh, Vanessa Smiles Adventures Part 1. Some of these are so epic, Karen. They need p- parts. <laughs> part 1 and Part 2. I had been asking my boy about Thought Nessa for the longest and she was always busy, you know, doing what thoughts do. <laughs> what is it that they do? I really remember what I said a while back and I didn't get an answer, but I was like, isn't thought just saying ho? Right. Just say ho. Like it really doesn't like I saw people using it. They're like, well, I'm a feminist, but I use thought instead of ho. And I'm like, what's the difference? It's not one. I think once you get the official website site up about porn, it's over. Right. Thought is whole now. That's all it means. Right. Eventually, I'll be able to go to some of my favorite porn sites, put thought, and just shit just pop up. Who gave these niggas domains? Okay. Right. I blame the internet and, for this. And apparently, his domain won't last long because he, he got to give hell because he ain't got enough money. <laughs> so that's why he's like, pay for one or two months. Shit, at least I can get the, the, the domain up. He pays his porn stars in hair. In hair. Oh, man. Oh my God. Um, do they be like, you been that, you been that mess up my hair, you gonna get me? I don't know how this chick got my number, but hey, fuck it. She came through to the dungeon and got pounded out like she been asking for. Pussy was nice and meaty and surprisingly tight. I gave her $40 just to be nice, lol. That, that's for a dirty thought from Harlem. Uh, we have, they the- don't, they don't know their prices. They need to charge him more. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Queen's thought says, I met this chick on Facebook and in all honesty, it took me a while to get her to come over. She was skeptical, but after she saw my dick, she was more than ready to get fucked in the cave. So he calls his room the cave. Oh, Lord. She hadn't been fucked in months, so she said I didn't believe her, but the way her pussy stayed wet and cream, maybe she wasn't lying. Check this one out. Trust me. Oh, I like this one. This woman in this one didn't even take off her hair wrap. Because she was like, you would not be sweating my hair out. Thought and her wide pussy is the name of this one. Now, this dumb thought really thought I was going to be her sugar daddy shaking my head. I told her to come through, and she came all the way from the BX in the rain to get fucked. After I was done opening up her pussy, I gave her $30 for her babysitter. Wait till you see part two, LOL. Part two isn't up. Got away, guys. (laughs) So I'm assuming that she never came through to part two. Or something. By the way, this is only, uh, there's only eight videos so far. Yeah, and they, they do know that they're being recorded, cause that was my biggest question. Here's my, um, here's my, the categories. Mm-hmm. Slim thoughts, thick oh. thoughts, nasty thoughts, and my favorite category, we got them all. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so them the categories, you either small, you thick, you nasty, or you a little bit of everything. 
<laughs> yeah uh apparently um it's a little different than uh uh you know but hey look they got videos downloadable for pc and mac formats so if you want to go to thoughtpockets.com and support black businesses man you know it's a black pockets (laughs) i could i couldn't help myself who you gonna fuck thought pockets uh but you know you want to go sign up for a membership um or join it uh, make sure you support black businesses with thought pockets. Uh, you know, maybe if somebody spends $13, just send me the password. Okay, guys. I mean, I don't want to, you know, pay for it myself. Maybe you guys can send me the password. We can work something out. I don't know. Um, Justin Bieber. By the way, I saw that yesterday and I don't think I've laughed that hard. <laughs> I, I just, I actually laughed myself into a nap. Like I was laughing so hard. I fell asleep. Because uh, I expended so much energy trying to figure out what the ah! fuck that dude was talking about. Right. Thought pockets? Come on, man. What? I think it's officially over at that point. Right. Uh, are the women high in sodium and not good for you, just like hot pockets? <laughs> hot beef injections? Right. Um. Well, yeah, that's. Whew. Thought pockets. All right, so um, apparently in white people drama. Oh, shit. Justin Bieber uh, got swung on, apparently, by Orlando Bloom last week. And news is coming out that he's repeatedly being humiliated by Leonardo DiCaprio. The news item for the future generations will read about in leather-bound tunes marked with gold leaf letters, Legends. Just keeps producing new and exciting angels. Yes, the Ibiza restaurant scuffle between Elfin warrior Orlando Bloom and Goblin royalty Justin Bieber was initially intriguing for how A-listed it all sounded. Early reports had other big celebrities like P. Diddy and Leonardo DiCaprio not only in attendance, but actually applauding Bloom's efforts to rearrange Bieber's face. Now, a woman who was there, 20-year-old Spanish model Anastasia Skogolakava. Somebody not bored. Tells the mirror that Orlando Bloom's dinner companion, Leonardo DiCaprio, may have helped incite the incident by openly humiliating Bieber in front of everybody. Bieber said something to DiCaprio. I don't know exactly what because it was seven or eight meters away. Leo brushed his hands at him like, I don't care what you have to say. Yeah, he flicked him away. At that point, obviously, an injury-free scuffle ensued when Orlando Bloom jumped over a booth and gave chase. But the mirror points out that DiCaprio's curt dismissal of Bieber ex- existence of his existence has only the was only the latest in a slight uh slight in a series of such slights. For example, at the most recent Canes Festival, Bieber was partying shirtless in a nightclub and sent his people over to where DiCaprio was sitting in order to see if he wanted to party with Bieber. Why would he want to party with Justin Bieber? Justin was nodding and smiling in Leo's direction, but Leo just shook his head no and waved him off. He thinks Justin is a little twit. So Yeah, you're like half his age. He looking like you like <clears throat> I'm a goddamn grown ass man with a real career. I don't want to be caught and all the memes that float up and down Twitter and Facebook with a picture for you. It's, it's almost like he's a cancer now. It's that like you get snapped with the shot, snapshot of him and everybody trying, everybody's questioning your life choices. Yeah. You know, it's funny because like 
Justin Bieber, uh, all his antics is getting him kicked out of white Hollywood. And right. Like what the thing about him is that people got money. Mm-hmm. And they don't feel like dealing with his shit. Right. And they don't want to lose it or lose a contract or lose a potential contract because you want to cut a motherfucking fool. Like, you think it's all good. You think it's cool. you like, yeah, yeah. they like, um, I'm 35. I'm 45. I got a career. I'm established. I don't want uh, a potential client of mine or a potential person that might be, you know, want to um, contact me about working with them. Be like, I saw you were just a beaver. Nope. Yeah, I paid too much money for this. Right. Is basically what rich people are saying. It's like, yo, dog, um, we paid too much for you to be fucking around. You know, like that's that's pretty much everybody's point is um I, I hear you, Justin, that you're a young kid. Um, but uh I paid a lot for my mansion and you are fucking up. Right, and the thing is, like, it's one of those things where they party hard and all that shit, but for a lot of them, they keep a lot of that shit private. They have enough money where they have private parties, where they do shit and nobody ever knows, it never gets out to the media, you know, they don't go out in public pissing in pots, you know, mm-hmm. cutting up across, you know, going to other countries and cutting a motherfucking food. It was like, nah, dog, you went to a level that we're not willing to go because we know that fucks with your money. Yeah, drag racing. Right. Like, what the fuck are we talking about, dog? You no, know, he, he done got to the point where now all these, um, av- you know what? And also, I think he got to the point where he, he's so young that he's like, this party's never going to end. And everybody was like, um, yes, it will. Cause I'm not fucking with you no more. Right. I remember when it was just NFL players and shit, man. Like, hey, this little nigga done calm down. Right. When he started getting rejected from the black clubs, you know his issue. When yeah. niggas were like, you are too niggerish for us, it is an issue. Yeah. Um, another thing that's been big in the news the last couple of days, uh, big emergency situation. Everybody's heard about it. Uh, there's a U.S. doctor that has contracted Ebola. I'm not playing all that. It's 15 minutes, but he's a contracted Ebola. Yes, I heard about that. They there was two of them. They flew one of them into Atlanta yesterday, and everybody was like panicking and shit on Twitter. But like, when the zombie outbreak, super virus that kills us all happens, it's not gonna be like this. We're not gonna all know about it, right? <laughs> it's gonna be something that happens and nobody knows, and there is just gonna be you gonna wake up one day. And turn around, and everybody in your house gonna attack you with some shit. It ain't gonna be no, you have time to pack and prepare and get your ass ready. Yeah, it's not gonna be like the last ship on, no. TN, on TNT. An American doctor infected with the Ebola virus is the first being flown to the U.S. for treatment and expected to, to arrive Saturday in Atlanta. Two seriously ill American aid workers will be treated at Atlanta's Emory University Hospital. Samaritan's Purse Missionary Group spokesman Todd Shearer tells the Associated Press that a plane carrying Dr. Kent Brantley has left West Africa. Brantley works for the group that is paying for the trip. The private jet outfitted with a special portable tent designed for transporting patients with highly infectious diseases was due to arrive in Dobbins Air Force Base in Marietta, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. So everybody calm down. It's not the strain. From there, the doctor will be whisked into one of the most sophisticated hospital isolation units in the country as the hospital about 15 miles away. The second patient will follow a few days later. The hospital has said outside Emory, a gaggle of about 20 members of the media had gathered to chronicle the arrival there 
was no noticeable police presence and all the roads were open. It will be the first time anyone infected with the disease is brought into the country. U.S. officials are confident the patients can be treated without putting the public in any danger. Well, you know, I do understand everybody's trepidation because these are the same people like a couple of weeks ago. It's like three workers at the CDC were exposed to such and such. Cause right. They, cause, someone dropped a glass. Cause someone know? didn't shut a door. Somebody right. didn't punch a code. Somebody, you know, fucking forgot to lock a door. Now, you know, Ebola's done attacked the water. You like, were yeah. these, these same people? Yeah. So I'm assuming we all, you know, if we die from this like it won't matter it's nothing we can do about it so everybody calm down right your tweets won't help no you know like i saw jaquetta from uh from hey you know it mm-hmm. she was tweeting about this she was like oh my god seriously you're gonna bring the ebola people here this is what's wrong with the government i said hold up now hold up jaquetta you've been saying that we need to kill a whole lot of people and we need to reduce population in america for years you're welcome. <laughs> this might be the way we rise to the top of the podcasting empire. Get right. It, kill off all the other podcasters. Now all they got is blackout tips. And hey, you know it. We be on the top. Meet you in Cuba. Let's do it. <laughs> and I got all the competition. Yeah. The special unit at Emory University Hospital was opened a dozen years ago to care for federal health workers exposed to some of the world's most dangerous germs. Health experts say a specialized isolation unit, though, is not needed for treating an Ebola patient. Patient, the virus does not spread through the air. So standard rigorous infection control measures should work at any hospital. Now it's being pressed in the service for the two seriously ill uh, Americans who worked at a hospital in Liberia, one of the three West African countries hit by the largest Ebola outbreak in history. The Emory Hospital unit is located just down a hill from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. It is one of about four such units across the country for testing and treating people infected with dangerous infectious germs. The unit has its own laboratory equipment, so samples don't have to be sent to the main hospital lab. Located on the ground floor, it's carefully separated from the other patient areas, said Dr. Eileen Farnon, a Temple University doctor who formerly spoke at the CDC and led teams investigating past Ebola outbreaks in Africa. The two Americans, Brantley and Nancy Wrightbowl, uh, work for the USA group Samaritan's Purse. Now, that's something they don't tell you in the brochure. Hey. No, this this is something new, and I think what they did, once they found out that the outbreak was bad, they they had started, like, pulling their people out, and then they found out someone was sick. Yeah. It's like, hey, come help these poor people in impoverished countries. You might catch Ebola. Like, hold up, wait a minute. No, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't get that in the, in the pretty shiny DVD they play for you. Last week, the North Carolina-based Samaritan's Purse said Brantley, 33, had been diagnosed with Ebola. Then Wright Bowl's infection was disclosed. The government is working to ensure that any Ebola-related evacuations are carried out safely, thereby protecting the patient and the American public. So, uh, Ebola is considered one of the world's most deadliest diseases. The current outbreak in Liberia, Guinea, and Sierra Leone has sickened more than 1,300 people and killed more than 700 this year. Which isn't that amazing, by the way, that we get so up in arms about this many people dying from a disease in 2014 when, uh, like, I'm sure more people have died in war, more people have died in uh, Chicago, more people have probably Mm. died in, you know, uh, from homelessness. But, you know, something like this can get people excited enough to think it's going to happen to them. And I tell you why, because this is one thing that when people look at it, regardless of the color of race, they go, this could be me. Yeah. You know what? 
you don't care about the kids in Chicago because you're not one of them and you, you don't live in the inner city, so you don't care. You know, you, you, you don't care about, you know, these other scenarios because they never hit home and there's nothing that can relate to you or, 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 or resemble your family or, or anything in your lifehood. But this right here, oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's funny, though, because, yeah, you're right. Like uh, class maybe being separate from these right. people uh, affects you because the only way you can catch it is through blood, urine, saliva, and other bodily fluids from an affected person, though. So, like direct contact you can't get this through somebody coughing or something it's not spread through the air so it's not as infectious as a germ like the flu right so as far as people are concerned oh shit it don't care nothing about your money my money i can't pay ebola not to attack me people get scared now what's scarier to me is the ap reports that ohio governor john kasich has declared a state of emergency in Toledo, Ohio, after tests show the presence of a toxin in the city's water supply. I believe that. About 400,000 people have been warned not to drink the water. Mm-hmm. According to Toledo News Now, chemists found two sample readings for microcystin with, when we're testing water in Toledo's Collins Park water treatment plant. The AP notes that the toxin may have come from algae on Lake Erie. Residents of Toledo and the neighboring suburb of Lucas County which receives water from the city of Toledo, are being told not to use or boil the city's water. Toledo leaders are reporting reportedly setting up water distribution centers as many stores in Toledo have already start, sold out of bottled water. The AP reports the emergency order will allow the state to begin bringing water into Toledo area. Uh, Toledo's mayor says it's too early to know how long the water advisory will stay in place. More tests are being done. The results are expected later Saturday. To me, that's scarier. Right. And and to me, there's, there's several things here. Number one, this is what happened when you don't have federal regulations on a lot of shit. This is what happened when they passed laws making and, and laxing the EPA rules and regulations. And this is what happened when you allow companies to monitor themselves. This is the bullshit that happens. People's safety becomes uh less less as important and what becomes more important is the profit more than the people's safety and also what happens to the poor and impoverished that do not have the money or the means or the transportation to get to this bottle of water how do these people get water yeah i don't know like especially when it's already sold out right um and you might not have the means to leave the city. You might not have the means to 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 walk. Everybody don't everybody don't have cars. Everybody, you know, might not be able to ride transit. Everybody might not have family that's able to give them money. You know, so you know you are you are putting people in a very very bad situation. It's like, what do you do for school? Can your kids even go to school? You know, does the whole city shut down? Like I'm like you. This the shit that scares me because it's just one of those things where. This is the issue. Is it really being addressed other than, oh, don't boil the water? Okay, don't boil the water. That don't solve the motherfucking issue. <laughs> right. Okay, don't boil the water. Well, then, well, the laws just make these motherfuckers come and clean this shit up. That they probably done dumped some illegal shit in here somewhere that they didn't have no business doing that affected my water. And now I, I, I can't drink the shit. Where are the fines? Where are the penalties? Where are the people going to jail? Because I guarantee you this shit didn't happen overnight. Yeah, it could be fracking. It could be all Right, shit. anything. And people want the motherfucking shit on the EPA. Let them do their goddamn job. Do you like breathing? Yeah. Do you like being here? That's their job is to keep shit uh, good for you so you don't have to put on a hazmat suit when you walk your ass outside. Um, let's talk about some North Carolina news. In North Carolina, did you know the law does not protect 
renters from people entering their homes. Mm-hmm. Renters sometimes have people coming to their homes without warning, including maintenance and other workers hired by the landlord or apartment complex. The law doesn't offer great protection for renters, but new technology can. One Apex renter set up a security camera within 30 days of installing it, caught a worker rummaging through his things. The worker hired by the apartment complex was supposed to clean the dryer vent. There's no reason really to be anywhere except the laundry room, said renter Kevin, who asked that his last name might not be used. A lot, I think a lot of people that rent have this fear where it's like, right. yo, can you come fix my stove and you're not going to be there? It's like, yo, well, come fix my stove. Don't look through my porn, nigga. Just right. fix the fucking stove. And that's one thing I do like about here is just for the fact that, uh, especially if you're here like by yourself and you put in a maintenance order, you can lock the door when the motherfuckers got a knock that you just can't walk in there on you. Yeah. Uh, the laundry room is just inside the front door, but the video shows the worker never entered that room. He closes the door behind him, walks into the guest bedroom, showing, uh, said Kevin showing the five on your side of the video. It's, if you listen, you can hear the drawers opening and closing. The video also shows the worker looking in nearly every cabinet in the kitchen, going into Kevin's master bedroom, going through the cabinets and drawers in the bathroom. That's just terrible for someone to just walk into your home and go through all your things. Carrie renter Amy Dozier says that she also feels her rental rights were violated. I put my key in the door to unlock it and realized it had already been unlocked, she said. Days earlier, a complex worker went in to check her water heater. No one from the complex relocked the door, reset the alarm, or even let her know it was triggered. She found out about it from her alarm company. Why are you in my house? Why didn't I know about it? And why did you not call me to tell me there was some sort of incident? As an attorney for North Carolina University Student Services, Pam Garachi or Grice, I think, uh, deals with landlord tenant issues all the time. She says North Carolina law does not require landlords to give renters notice before entering the apartment or home. There's no statute, one particular statute that says exactly what kind of notice the landlord has to give before they enter because they balance it against they own the property. Under the law, tenants have a right to what's called quiet enjoyment. Grace says that basically means that while landlord while the landlord can go into the house to make necessary repairs, they cannot unreasonably interfere with the parent with the tenant's peace of mind. If if you have a landlord that is coming in and entering so much that it disturbs their ability to live there, which is what they pay, that is what their rent is in exchange for, then it's a possibility that, that it's a violation. But going through things, they have no right to do that. If your landlord or workers enter your home to the point they disturb your enjoyment, Garage says build a paper trail, log dates and times they enter, or even better, do what Kevin did and install a security camera. Um, uh, they asked, well, the camera's a good idea? Yes, oh, absolutely, especially when it's your word against theirs. Right. Yeah, like, come on, was like, did, did, was this here? Did this drawer open? Was, you know, am I missing something? Right. And, and, and like, even with uh, our people here, they've gotten better, but it's been times where they've done, like, normal maintenance shit and didn't tell us. And the thing about it is that I don't know why motherfuckers act like that big-ass sign we got going, we got alarm for us, mm-hmm. is a motherfucking joke. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Because they walked their ass in there, set the goddamn alarm off, and then panicked and left. Right. And then I got a call and going, hey, I'm getting a call. Why, you know, what's what's going on here? Right. And then you got to call the office. Right. Go, hey, was somebody in my house? Because if not, then I'm getting an alarm and someone broke into my house. Right. I'm going to call we, the police. We don't have this for no reason because we don't want you in there if you don't have no business in there. Technically, I didn't do anything wrong, says the worker, Chris Kamen, who uh, they called on the phone. Then he said, do what you have to do and hung up. 
Cayman, you going through my motherfucking shit, but you didn't do nothing wrong. Cayman was fired, but not charged for breaking in because he had a key. Uh, Kevin didn't notice anything missing. Kevin says he just doesn't want anyone in his home while he's not there. Right. It's important to note that no matter how annoyed you may be with your landlord entering your home, it is illegal to change the locks without permission and also illegal to withhold rent for retaliation. So, yep. Uh, motherfuckers just walk up in your crib, dog. Um, and that's, you know, probably in the rental agreement. Yep, a lot of that has to do with why we have an alarm system. We keep that shit on, and if you're not supposed to be in here, oh, we're going to get notified. And our alarm is really, really loud and really, really annoying, and they will come on and be like, hey, hey, dog, hey, hey, we calling the police. Yep. You ain't got no business in here. Uh, you may stare in judgment at those diners praying over their meal before they eat, but in North Carolina, religious folks are to be rewarded come bill time. Mary's oh, gourmet. Lord. Yeah. Mary's Gourmet Diner at a restaurant in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, is getting attention for its policy of giving praying customers 15% off of their bill. Owner Mary Hogan told The Blaze that workers have been offering the discounts sporadically for about four years. For me, every plate of food is a gift, and I never take that for granted. And when I see someone in a restaurant honoring their gratefulness at my table, it touches my heart, she said. How do you know they're praying to God? All right. Dear Satan... Thank you for this meal that you have provided for us. The suffering of all the delicious animals we are about to eat. Thank you. In your name we pray. Satan. Oh, Lord. And then they're like, oh, f- not 15, 15 extra percent more. Right. You, you, y'all got to pay 30% plus. Y'all got to get the fuck out. Uh, word spread about the discount when Jordan Smith, the customer on a business trip, stopped for up by for breakfast on July 30th. And posted her praying in public discount receipt to Facebook. The Florida-based Christian radio station Z88.3 posted that same receipt on his Facebook page. And now this praying in public thing seems to really be catching on. I kind of hope that, um, you know, a lot of people show up and start praying. And, like, they have to give such a discount that they're like, oh, hold up, man, hold up. Right. We, we got to take this back. I'm sorry, right. everybody. Right. Because, like I said, you end up losing money. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man, for 15% off, I'd go in there and fake pray. I wonder yeah. if it matters how good the prayer is. Like, do you get extra money? Yeah. Do you have to tell them what you're saying? Or yeah. is it just nodding your head? If I speak in tongues, do I get more money? Mm-hmm. You know, if I get like, if go to, can I go to other tables? You know, say what can I say? If you appreciate a pastor, a bishop, or, mm-hmm. you know, a prophet, do you, a pastor, do you get a discount? Can I go to other tables? But like, I want you to testify today and put my hands on people and stuff. But like, mm, I want to testify that these greens are so good. Mm, these greens being good ah. for me. Um, a Swedish woman found an Ikea, found I- Ikea, you know, the, the furniture store. Mm-hmm. Ikea bags filled with 80 human skeletons. She lifted up a church inside, she lifted up a tarp inside of a church in southern Sweden and was shocked to discover a stash of plastic IKEA bags filled with human bones. Did IKEA put them down? I don't know. They didn't come with any instructions and uh, uh, some, you, of the screw, you know, some of the screws were missing. Right. You know, but like the hip bone connected to the, that bone and that bone with the ABC part and you connect it here. Mm-hmm. Flip it, flip, flip it on a non-laminated side. Yep. Where's the Spanish instructions? There were loads of skulls and bones stuffed into the IKEA bags. I counted up to 80, said Kiki Carlin of Klackenberger. 
Clockyberger. Okay, that's cool. a name. Who wrote up her gruesome discovery on her blog? Did she tell the police? Right. She was furious. <laughs> to dis- People don't believe in tell the police. If I put it up on the blog, they'll find out. The murderer followed the blog and liked it and said, "81 skulls now." She was furious to discover the bones had been sitting there since 2009. Furious when they were pulled from under the floorboards during a remodel install of a wheelchair access ramp. Our mission was to document and rebury the bones, which may be as many as 500 years old. But the reburial has delayed, was delayed, and I have no idea why. Archaeologist Ludwig Pampel Dufay said, who worked on the excavation five years ago and told the local, uh, police, uh, well, local newspaper. Penfell DeFay said he didn't know anything about the bones being stored in IKEA bags, but in his professional opinion, they weren't act, aren't actually that bad. They'd be great for shop, stopping the molding process, but it can't be that good to have them in the basement for so long. Skeletons were meant to be reburied shortly after they were first dug up, but the situation became complicated after the country said they couldn't be moved from the church grounds. So, um, IKEA, um, Ikea bags to store skeletons. I just, I hope none of their relatives hear about this. Right, because cause I was thinking, okay, this is a burial site. I'd be like, okay, y'all dug, y'all need to put my relatives back in the goddamn ground. I don't care nothing about this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day before 9-11, Bill Clinton claimed that he could have killed Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Zero are they, what, You know, are they afraid the bones going to put themselves back together again? Uh, <laughs> they're turning uh skulls and start fighting. Yeah, they they gonna uh, uh be like Game of Thrones. It's gonna pop up at the ground with mm-hmm. knives and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be like one of the last levels of Golden Axe. Right, everybody's just gonna pop up and, and see. This is how the the apocalypse gonna start. Them bones, bear mm-hmm. them bones, y'all. On the tape recorded uh, September 10th, 2001, Bill Clinton can be heard saying he once had the opportunity to kill Osama bin Laden but didn't because it would have meant killing 300 civilians as well. I thought he would have said I didn't because I was too busy getting blown. (laughs) Which is a lot more important than Osama bin Laden. The recording made with Clinton's consent surfaced this week when former Australian Liberal Party head Michael Kroger provided it to Australian TV network Sky News Riders reports. Clinton was speaking at an event in Melbourne at the time. Clinton's full statement regarding Bin Laden. I'm just saying, you know, if I were Osama Bin Laden, he's a pretty smart guy. I spent a lot of time thinking about him, and I nearly got him once. I nearly got him, and I could have gotten, I could have killed him, but I would have had to destroy a little town called Kandahar in Afghanistan and kill 300 innocent women and children. And then I would have been no better than him, so I didn't do it. Humble brag. Mm-hmm. As Routers notes, Clinton made similar statements before and after 9-11, but the time of this particular speech is eerie. The 9-11 Commission report details the December 1998 incident to which Clinton was apparently referring. On uh, December 20th, intelligence, indi- intelligence indicated Ben Laden would be spending the night at Haji Habash House, part of the governor's resident in Kandahar, the chief of the Bin Laden unit, Mike, told us that he promptly briefed the tenant and his deputy, John Gordon, from the field. The CIA's Gary Strong advised, hit him tonight, we may not get another chance. The principals considered a cruise missile strike to try to kill Bin Laden. One issue they discussed was the potential collateral damage, the number of innocent bystanders who would be killed or wounded. General Zinni predicted a number well over 200 and was concerned about damage to a nearby mosque. 
by the end of the meeting the principals decided against recommending that the president to the president that he order a strike a few weeks later january 1999 clark wrote that the principals had thought the intelligence only half reliable and had worried about killing or injuring perhaps 300 people so humble brag clinton is not as bad as ben Laden, guys all right so everybody ah! let his wife run for president all right all right he's not a bad guy not as bad as ben Laden. Mm-mm. so i think that's kind of a low bar but whatever you take what you can get um okay cupid toy with users love lives as experiment okay this explains the insanity check for the last six months so well true mm-hmm. okay cupid a top matchmaking website into in, see this is why i told chris go his ass on blackpeoplemeet.com <laughs> black people meet don't got the resources to be fucking with y'all they just sign match you up yeah call it a day okay cupid a top matchmaking website intentionally mismatched users to test this technology uh said iac interactive corp service um on monday well this makes sense when chris was talking this is weeks after facebook incorporated admitted misleading users in a psychological study when we tell people they are a good match they act as if they are co-founder christian rudder wrote in a blog post even when they should be wrong for each other Conversely, couples told they were bad matches even when OKCupid's okay algorithm showed the opposite were less likely to exchange four messages. Exchanging four messages is an OKCupid okay measure for gauging romantic interest. In the post titled, We Experiment on Human Beings, Rudder explained that the test helped the community define this product. He did not respond to an email asking how many users were tested. Most ideas are bad, he wrote. Even good ideas could be better. Experiments are how you sort all this out. An IAC spokeswoman say, okay, Cupid, plan to continue with the experiments, which are known in the business as A-B protesting. So Chris will continue to be matched up with horrible titty women and mm-hmm. that stalk them right. and te- text them weeks afterwards. Right, and people that, you know, don't like black men. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, keep finding bronies. <laughs> but experimenting on users without their consent could cost the company credibility, said Irano Raiku, right. director of the Internet Ethics Program at Santa Clara University. Because people pay for this. They are messing with emotions and with communications, and that's different than other things where we are A, B, B tested about. The experiment drew heavy criticism online in a tweet. University of Pennsylvania computer scientist Matt Blaze, Matt Blaze, suggested a few new clauses for online user licensing agreements. We reserve the right to induce despair. You agree that there will be no love except the love of Big Brother. In June, Facebook users were outraged when a study showed the world's largest social networking site had manipulated news feeds to see how viewing more positive or negative posts affected users' posting habits. The researcher who led the study apologized for the anxiety experiments caused by stop, caused but stopped short of saying the company would halt the practice. OKCupid okay, is one of the top U.S. dating services behind Match.com, eHarmony, and Plenty of Fish, according to the Pew Research Center. We use math to get you dates. The site's About Us section reads, it's extremely accurate as long as you're honest, and B, you know what you want. Other experiments are OKCupid okay, has tried. But you're not matching that up correctly. You're saying, okay, these people should be together, but we're going to fuck with that. So, mm-hmm. no, this is that's a false statement. Other experiments OKCupid okay, has tried is Love is Blind Day. In January 2013, when the company removed all the photographs from the service for seven hours, fewer people used the service, but a greater percentage of user messages drew responses. So, you know, they're still messing with the algorithm, I guess. 
you know what can you do you're on their site they if they decide that they want to fuck with you uh i guess go to another site um that's true but i'll be angry because like i said you're paying for these services and you're mm-hmm. you're paying that hey if i say these things this person say these things we should match up we you know if you say we 80 90 you know 99 whatever percentage uh i shouldn't contact them and realize that everything on their profile is not true mm-hmm. uh Bacon prices have just hit another all-time high. Hope everybody's sitting down. I know, right? The price of bacon keeps getting heftier. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average price of a pound of bacon in American cities rose another six cents in June to an what? all-time six mm-hmm. to an all-time high of six dollars and eleven cents. That's a fourteen percent increase since June two thousand thirteen, and a whopping forty-one percent more than it cost in June two thousand and twelve. When people were already writing articles about how expensive bacon was in 2012. Um, for what you spend on a pound of bacon a day, you could buy a whole four pound chicken. Ah! If you eat a pound of bacon a day, you'll kill yourself. I'm not done, Karen. A pound, for one pound of bacon today, you could buy a whole four pound chicken, a six pack of PBR, 10 pounds of bananas, 36 eggs, or a paperback copy of the fourth installment of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, A Feast for Crows. Ah! They got everybody covered. Of course. Prices rise all the time. That's the nature of inflation. But the dramatic right. spike in the price of bacon goes far beyond inflation, which is hovering around 2% a year. Oh, shit. To see just how dramatically I adjusted the monthly average price of bacon for inflation... Using the PCE deflator, the Federal Reserve System preferred measure of inflation, it turns out bacon prices have consistently surpassed previous all-time highs, even after accounting for inflation. Um, and they put a graph in there. Uh, there's another major boom in bacon prices in the early 80s, but that's sur- but the surge going on now puts it to shame. After adjusted for inflation, bacon is now 21% more expensive than it was in the 1980s peak in September 1982. Oh, we all remember the summer of 1982. Ah! Oh, September 1982, man. Oh. I was four, sir. I never I thought. Was four. Never thought bacon would be so damn. People were killing for bacon. I remember that. I was eating it, but I didn't know that the price was skyrocketing. I watched my father kill a man. And for the life, bacon. the life go out of his eyes for some bacon. Three basic factors account for the latest rise. A virulent disease, porcine epidemic, diarrhea virus. Ugh. That has been killing American pigs by the thousands for almost a year, drastically reducing the stock of livestock available for bacon look, making. We all love making bacon. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Come on, up top. Uh, you know what's funny about that, though, is I think that'll be some shit that'll kill us faster than Ebola, like a disease in, in like animals that we eat, and then we mm-hmm. all eat it, and it's like, oh, guess what, guys? You probably shouldn't eat animals that die of diarrhea virus. That makes more sense. Um, but people scared of Ebola, okay. Demand for bacon keeps rising because everybody keeps tweeting about it. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> ah, I didn't tweet about it. It used to be everybody's best kept secret. Now everybody's want to be the queen, the queen and king of bacon on Facebook and Twitter. Also, oh, it's my fault. Driving up the prices, supply and demand, folks. And an ongoing drought uh, across much of the U.S. has force fed has force feed prices to historic highs. That said, bacon isn't the only breakfast staple getting more expensive. Disaster diseases have also dramatically increased the price for orange juice and coffee in recent months. So, man. Well, people might get upset about the coffee than the bacon. 
Mm-hmm. I don't drink coffee, so I don't give a damn. I'm mad about the bacon. Yeah. And, of course, the orange juice. Yeah, I do orange juice, too. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, had to get way in on the uh, Stephen A. Smith shit. Uh, we never played it on the show because um, I really didn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. But she basically said we need to stop. Uh, we need to teach women do not put their hands on anybody. How about teach everybody not to put their hands on nobody? I just want to know where in the world is this place where we don't teach women to put their hands, not to put their hands on people. Everything we reinforce about womanhood and femininity is don't physically fight anybody. Right. Why? Because it's not considered girly. I mean, like, 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 literally fighting is, is almost like, like, don't fight because, you know, that's not considered girly, you know, and girls that are happen to be tomboys that do fight, you know, you're not considered girly because you're out there punching folks, you know, you're yeah. supposed to be pretty, you're supposed to be dainty, you're supposed to, you know, wear dresses, you know, you're not supposed to wear pants, you're supposed to love dolls. You know, and anything outside of that realm, something's wrong with you as a female. Yeah, don't we all agree that, you know, nobody should be hitting people? I mean, nobody. I don't think women should hit people, put their hands on anybody either. I don't think men should. I don't think men should put their hands on anybody. I don't think anybody should be hitting each other. Um, when that shit breaks down, I still think you don't have to, uh, knock your woman out in the elevator. I think there's a whole lot of steps between those two, but. Right. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, that's all I'm saying. Whoop. Congratulations, Whoopi. You joined the uh, Captain Obvious Club. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that's funny, too, though, is a lot of this, like, what did you do to provoke and deserve to get hit shit mm-hmm. is the exact shit that keeps victims ashamed and from coming forward. Like, right. it's just because what people don't talk about is that the abuser physical violence is only one part of the level of abuse that a lot of people experience in these relationships right and the mental anguish that they put these people through is this is your fault and a lot of people that go around espousing this this advice uh are actually reconfirming and reinforcing what abusers say to the victims Mm -hmm. because the abuser never says i i hit you because i'm a bad person they go Mm -mm you make me crazy you make me have to hit you then the victim internalizes that so when they go around and see people in mainstream media uh reinforcing this people on twitter that are going yeah what did you do to get hit what did you do to get hit you're also the same assholes who go why didn't you leave just leave what's wrong with Mm -hmm. you just leave Mm -hmm. well if you look at the message you're sending these people you're basically telling them well when you got hit that was your fault so if you would pay more attention and not provoke this person, you would no longer be hit. Now, you may be getting hit because, I don't know, they didn't appreciate dinner being cold. Or you may be getting hit because um, they're cheating on you and you had the fucking audacity to ask them what's up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be getting hit because you disagree with them in an argument and it's not your fucking place to disagree with me. I'm a man and you're a woman. Slap. Now, what we're telling these people that are being victimized is it's kind of your fault, uh, one way or the other. It's either your fault for provoking them by doing these behaviors, which makes these people go, well, I won't do those behaviors anymore. It's not that this is a bad person. It's not that this is a bad relationship. Right. People are telling me that this is normal behavior and that there's nothing wrong with it. This right. is, this is normal. If you act right, I, it won't happen. 
therefore me getting hit is a result of me not acting right it's not a result of me being abused it's not a result of this person being um a bad person or needing Mm -hmm. counseling or needing help Mm -hmm. it is simply me not acting right so we like when people like whoopi goldberg stephen a smith all the guys on twitter all these black men still mostly black men mostly black people that are defending this shit um i don't know if it's a holdover from slavery or what but when all these people are defending this shit what we're telling people that are silent victims is it is your fault and um somehow it's on you you know right. like it's on you to stop the abuse it's yeah on, it's, it's on you and yeah it's on you but not just to stop the abuse it's on you that it's even happening right you know like so it, it's kind of amazing i think a lot of people haven't really experienced love in their lives because they mm-hmm. don't understand the concept of why you wouldn't put your hands on somebody you love i can't right. even imagine it honestly i can't even imagine a scenario where karen or i put our hands on each other i can't imagine it i, I would leave first yeah i can't imagine it like that's the thing that's crazy to me it's like i i've never even thought about well now me and karen are disagreeing she might put her hands on me yeah because you it, know and vice versa i would never put my hands on my wife i've never even thought about hitting karen oh this, no I've, I've i've no i've never even here. even when i've been angry when mm-hmm. we've been disagreeing and it's like vehemently ne- there's never a point in my mind where i'm like and now to hit you you know Mm-mm. and vice versa I, you know i've never felt that oh she gonna hit me now guys so no. Um, it's very funny to, to, you know, think about how many people really get behind this advice and maybe people just shouldn't be together. This kind of reaffirms my belief right. that be most people don't know what love is and you have no fucking business being in a relationship at all. Shouldn't um, be married, shouldn't have kids. Yeah, you don't, you shouldn't bring children into it. You shouldn't, uh, bring another person into it. You shouldn't live together. You shouldn't do any of this shit. If you can't understand the basic tenet of keep your fucking hands off each other, that is like, rule 101 for respecting each other uh and if it crosses your mind that i need to physically assault somebody um to get my way or to prove my point you probably shouldn't be in a relationship period Mm -hmm. like something's wrong with you and something's wrong with hollywood and something's wrong with you know all this shit the the stimuli that we accept is normal like because it's not glorified like the the real life abuse shit ain't movies like the shit is not glorified like that it it is something else it's just that people all accept this idea that i'm gonna be with this one person to death does this part and it's not a logical thing it's it's very illogical and i think a lot of people force round uh pegs into square holes you know where it's like this doesn't really fit and in order to get it to fit i have to beat it you know what i mean and it's like um yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't be uh giving props to that you know um not to mention Whoopi goldberg said a lot of problematic bullshit in her um in her lifetime um i don't really see uh you know why why she becomes like a beacon of um uh you know advice in this situation other than the fact that another black person stepping up to the plate to say some dumb shit that nobody else was going to say that and the fact that she's a woman i think that a lot of that people kind of give her a pass quote unquote mm-hmm. um but just because you're a woman just because you speak on a topic about women you're not the spokesperson for all women and it don't make you right and your and your opinion don't represent every single woman out there in the goddamn world and you don't represent every single black woman yeah people are just using her as cover now where it's like a right. black woman said it so hey i guess uh it's okay to beat them you know but yeah like i said another black person stepping up to be the face of something that honestly 
is embarrassing and nobody else will talk about you know pretty weird uh, but it continues to be the trend though mm-hmm. continues to be a trend like at this point can't even deny that it's a trend like every, it's like they're willingly walking into this minefield when they could just as easily as their uh, peers that you know are in the industry just as easily avoid it and just go I don't want to talk about it uh, let's play our games alright first up we have let's fucking with it. black people uh, which we always play on the show uh, here we go <laughs> People. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all love. It's fucking with black people. Uh, the game where um, I read articles or play them, and then we grade them from zero to one hundred, intervals of twenty-five, on how much we feel fucked with. Let's get into it. Today's contestants are. A uh, whole lot of people, man. Just <laughs> everybody. Everybody's back. Okay, think of the worst people. They're back. The KKK calls uh, shoot to kill on immigrants and leave corpses on the border. Now, how is this legal? You know what I mean? Like, is this covered under free speech? When a KKK could just say some shit like this, and then we all just had to go, well, it's their freedom to say it. It seems like one of those times where we just go, I think that crosses the line into some type of weird threat, right? Yeah, I would think so, too. Because um, y'all might start finding dead bodies. Yeah, are they still recruiting black people to help with this? In a video that would be funny if it didn't revolve around violent bigots, representation of, representatives of the KKK confirmed the organization's call to shoot border-crossing immigrants from Central America to advance its goal of a white homeland in the United States. A goal there quickly losing right in the remarkable new video from al jazeera america reporter robert ray rendezvous with two clansmen in a compact chevy following them from a north carolina town to a rural wood where they articulated the clan's murderous objections i mean objectives uh man straight out of north carolina riding in a minivan <laughs> right the clansmen's purport to uh, represent the loyal white knights of North Carolina described by Ray as the largest active KKK operation in America. Although the talkative guy in the silly white hood identified by Al Jazeera as Robert Jones, a grand dragon, has a shoulder flash identifying him as a Virginia-based Klansman, along with thong sandals and a gut that protrudes from his casuck and a purple belt belt. At this point, it's almost like the KKK is a joke to everybody. Mm-hmm. But like, literally. Yeah, it's still a dangerous joke to make, right? Right. Yeah, and they get they get a hundred. Them and George Zimmerman. It's like certain people that's in like the the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that definitely are repeat offenders who uh deserve their their spot on the uh yeah, on the dais. <laughs> These people are criminals uh to begin with when they cross our country the white knight says the mostly underage Im- immigrants cr- currently collecting at the US Mexican border they're going to continue to break the law when they're here they're break- bringing them with them third world diseases if we can't turn them back i think if we pop a couple of them off and leave the corpses laid on the border maybe they'll see that we're serious about stopping immigration They don't care nothing about that Mhm Yeah 
not not going to talk about the legality of just killing a person. Right. And taking their lives with be- no repercussion. Beca- because like- you decided that they broke the law. Right. Because, you know, if you see me jaywalking, you can't just fucking shoot me in the head, dog, just because, you know. Right. And, it, and, it's, and it's funny when you talk about, like, this whole immigration thing. Uh, it's funny how everybody wants to change the laws and be up in arms when they're not looking at the fact of these people are coming to our country because where they are, they're, a lot of their teenagers have to join gangs or be killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of violence in these countries, a lot of gangs in these countries, and they're running because it's like, I don't want to be a part of this. And they feel like just for the fact that uh, I I would rather risk dying trying to get there than to live here and die anyway. Yeah. And just shoot them at the border, though. Yeah, because their life isn't worth anything because they're brown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all you're saying. Uh, we also got this. Racist harassment continues despite the lawsuit, BART workers say. Graffiti threats were scribbled across three BART workers' uh, lockers. When African-American workers came to work late June, they found the racist death threats, the latest incident in an ongoing pattern of racial discrimination. Oh, by the way, 100, by the way. Sorry, I forgot to give oh, my yeah. score. Oh, my score is 100. Yeah, this I heard you give 100. Um, the latest incident in an ongoing pattern of racial discrimination and harassment after a lawsuit was filed late last year. A group of African-American track maintenance workers say that, that BART, B-A-R-T, was forced, had forced them to return to work without concluding this investigation. Jody Lee Winter, the attorney representing the seven workers, said that Bart has been slow to respond. It's a month later. We don't really know what's going on. These guys are back at work looking back over their shoulders. To me, that's too long. Right. In the employees' written protest that were turned to work, they described the continuing patterns over the course of years of racist harassment and discrimination in promotions and working conditions, including graffiti that was ordered to be wiped off without investigation. Rudolph Johnson, 26, is one of the workers who found a threat on his locker. I was intimidated. I was distraught. It felt like Bart didn't have my back. I felt threatened for my life. Johnson said for the past two years he has endured racial, physical, and sexual harassment. He says he has been punched and thrown in a garbage can after immediately reporting incidents to his supervisors. Johnson said nothing was done. The lawsuit filed in December states to date Bart has failed to take the effective corrective uh, action to address the racially discriminatory, harassing, and in, and or retaliatory conduct experienced by the plaintiffs. Bart dismissed the prior incidents as horseplay. Wow. But it's addressing the most recent, LeWitter said. What? Horseplay? Throwing me in a trash can? Right. For the first, this, what is this, like fifth grade? For the first few incidents, nobody has really uh, tried. I'm not saying they're not trying now, but they tolerated it for too long which just emboldens people who are racist to engage in this kind of conduct. In a statement Thursday, General Manager Grace Kronikan said Bart is taking the latest racist graffiti seriously. The night of the incident more than a month ago, Bart began an internal investigation and are treating the incident as a hate crime. The transit agency wrote that it has hired two independent investigators, one to look into the locker incident and another to access the overall morale and relationships among workers in the tracks department. LeWitter says she questions the qualifications of the two investigators. The workers are relying on Bart to step up to the plate and take some action, she said. Yeah, this, this right here sounds like they're getting ready to lose because it's like y'all not following none of the rules, none of the regulations. People have told you, people have warned you, and you was like, oh, fuck it, that's just what they do. 
yeah so what do you give this one? Oh, that's a hundred dog i give it a hundred also remember when we uh talked about that police department that asked the question um is the term negro offensive mm-hmm. it was the lockport the police department yes sir they released a uh photo of an alleged suspect in the shooting mm-hmm. the description is uh dark negro i believe that yeah so i guess they determined that it wasn't offensive uh, even though apparently not the facebook page said it was offensive Lockport NY police apparently thought it would be okay to label the complexion of 19-year-old Shamir Allen as dark Negro on his mugshot in the police department's database. Was this 1972? <laughs> uh, well, at least they didn't go with colored, right? Well, yeah, yeah, at least yeah, at least they didn't go with colored. Yeah, well, I mean it's just dark Negro, so um, uh, it sounds like. Well, just last week, two on your side reported on the spike of shootings in the city of Lockport this year, and while we were in Lockport. Police gave us a mugshot of a man suspected of some of the shootings, and on the mugshot, and on the mugshot appeared a phrase that can be offensive to many people. Channel 2's Jeff Preval reports. Lockport police gave us this mugshot. This is 19-year-old Shamir Allen. He's a suspect in several shootings in the city. We looked further on the mugshot and found next to the line labeled complexion that Allen is listed as a Negro. Next to Negro, it reads D.A. According to Lockport Police, this means dark. So Shamir Allen, a 19-year-old suspect, is listed as a dark Negro in the Lockport Police database. When you showed this to me, I thought this was something that happened many, many years ago. Right. For African Americans to to be described today as a Negro, and I think it's certainly uh, an insult to be described in terms of a black, dark Negro. The word Negro was used mostly in the slave days, and according to Doyle, is rarely, if ever, used in modern-day conversation. Today, we questioned Lockport Police Chief Larry Eggert about the department's usage of the word. He's been with the department 34 years. For the past six years, he's led the department. Why are police officers within the Lockport Police Department using terms such as dark and light Negro, to describe black suspects. Why are they doing it? Because it's in the drop-down menu. Aren't police officers aware that that type of terminology can be offensive to blacks? I didn't know it until I talked to you just now. I don't ever (laughs) use that term, but I didn't think it was enough. Why don't you use it? Regardless. Eggert's... Why don't you use it? You know that shit's motherfucking offensive. And why is it an option in the drop-down menu? You mean tell me your goddamn IT department can't take that option out? If nigger was a, a term, they would use that. a specific type of computer software that officers use to list the complexion of suspects. When officers go to the complexion tab, there are about 12 options to choose from. 12. And among them, descriptions such as light, medium, and dark are listed, in addition to light Negro and dark Negro. I think that the Lockport Police Department must have been in a time warp. They failed to see that time had changed. We're living in a time warp? Lockport Police. Well, I disagree with that. It's just, it's, this is a program that's 20-some years old. Hasn't been updated. Is it our fault? Well, sure it is, but we're certainly not living in a time warp. We're very sensitive to 
all the issues in our community, including Word. racial issues. And I want them to know that as an African-American uh, in, in 2014, that it is not acceptable for them to use dark or, or, or to distinguished color, but use the terms that we are using and familiar with today. It's going to be removed. And it will, we won't use it again because now we know that there are people in the community. Now we know. People apparently who are offended by this word. And Chief Larry Eggert says some, not all of his officers, use the terms light and dark Negro. Eggert says Negro will be removed from the department's database today, if not later this week. Lockport police say they'll do some diversity training in the next couple of weeks to explain to officers why the word Negro is not acceptable to use. And in the future, all suspects, along with their race, will be listed with a light, medium, or dark complexion. Jeff Perval, Channel 2 News. Is Moon Cricket on there? How about Spook? Is Chink on there? We, we, come on. Big bubble lips. <laughs> so Kinky hell. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, since, since we got all these multiple options and when, when we don't know anything, what is this fucking 1952? Because he was like, well, I don't use the word. Goddamn right. You don't use it because you know, it's fucking offensive. You can't tell me the first time you've ever heard anybody tell you this was offensive was in his goddamn interview. He better be glad he's in that small ass city and not in a big fucking city. People would, people would demand that he fucking re you, you would have to be. If you are a chief of police and somebody asks you something like this, that is not what you say. People would demand that you fucking be fired. How can you be over a department like this and not know terminology that could be offensive to people? Why? Cause, cause, cause the small percentage of black people that live there, y'all don't give a fuck about. Yep. They grow dark. Right. You sound fucked with, so I'm going to say I am fucked with. I'll give it a hundred also then. Cause I don't want no problems. <laughs> I am. That's ridiculous. All right. Well, let's get into our other game, everybody. Um, it's time for Guess the Race, guys. Who's yes, ready for this? That is time for some Guess the Race. That's right. It's Guess the Race time. Now that is time for some Guess the Race. That's right. It's Guess the Race time. But up, up. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcasts, man, where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, which is racist, to guess the race. Here we go. Here's the first one. A uh, Lawrence man is allegedly threatening to kill Obama. When confronted by Secret Service agents, Stephen Parati said he wasn't going to lie and admitted to threatening U.S. President Barack Obama. One threat specifically. Truth teller. Mm -hmm, said, I can't, I can't lie. I'm honest. I'm like Tony Dungy. And then everybody said, well, I guess I had to respect his opinion. And then they left him alone and said, whatever, because that's what we do now. One threat specifically threatened, uh, I am going to kill Obama even if it takes a lifetime, the prosecutor said yesterday. Parati, 28 years old, was arraigned Friday in Lawrence District Court on nine criminal firearms charges associated with his threats against Obama. Yep, that's right. He had the guns to do it. He was ordered held without bail on charges which led police to seizing the AR-15 assault rifle, three scopes, four high-capacity magazines, and ammunition uh, as, as well. Um, 
secret service or uh, agents along with lawrence police went to parati's home on thursday according to the police report parati said from the outset he wasn't going to lie and yes he made some threats to the president through twitter retweet retweet like get them niggas too ah yes are you favorite at this everybody need to be under investigation Parati said he wasn't sure of the timeline of the threats, however. A search on social media site Twitter revealed several accounts Parati may have used. That's right. These trolls always have multiple accounts. Right. From the same IP address. Probably the same people wake up calling me nigger every day. Mm-hmm, with them eggs. From 17 different eggs and dog avatars. Love those. <laughs> on one account, a man identified as Stephen Parati is described as just a jobless 26-year-old with a mindset of genius. What? Oh. Not genius um, enough not to know not to do this? Right. Mindset of jailness. On the account, Stephen Parati repeatedly tweets at Obama, swearing at him, criticizing decisions, or calling him to be for him to be impeached. On Thursday, Parati told agents and police they could search the I wonder if Obama reads his mentions. No, he don't, but somebody else does. And I would love if he did and he was the one to be like, arrest this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see him just laughing at it like <laughs> that's pretty good, impeach. Yes, arrest him. On Thursday, right. on Thursday, Parati told agents and police they could search the Byron Avenue home where he lives with his mother. Of course, ding, 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 motherfucker. Of course you live with your mama. 28-year-old genius. Well, 26-year-old genius with no job living at home with his goddamn mama. Come on Talking now. about killing the goddamn president. President done more in a single day than you will ever do in your entire fucking life. Right. What is wrong with you? Good God. Um... His mother, Lori DeStacio, DeStacio said, also gave authorities permission to search her home, noting that she was disturbed her son was in possession of any weapons. Like, she ain't know. Also, Ms. DeStacio expressed concern yeah, for her son. Yeah, you know what? I bet you this dude went to the Comic-Con harassing them goddamn women out there. Probably. I doubt it. He probably can't afford a ticket. You're right. Also, Mrs. DeStacio expressed concern for her son's mental health, indicating that she has done her best to get him help. Mm. And guns. Okay. How you gonna give him guns, though? Like, you know, I was very concerned with his mental health. So, you know, and uh, I, I was like, he needs some AR-15s. Uh, they searched the home, seized the AR-15 assault rifle, high-capacity magazines, ammunition. Parati was arrested in charge of illegal possession of a firearm without an FID card, illegal possession of a large-capacity firearm, and proper storage of capacity, large-capacity firearm, illegal possession of ammunition without an FID card, illegal possession of an assault weapon, and four counts of illegal possession of a large-capacity firearm or fed- feeding device. Still no, uh, nothing threatening the president, huh? Mm-mm. Prosecutor Anna Zalowski said that Parati will be held without bail pending a hearing to determine if he's a danger to the community and others. Judge Lynn Rooney granted her request and scheduled a dangerous hearing August 8th. So, guess the race of Mr., uh, what is his first name? Stephen Peretti. Stephen Peretti. Let's see. A cheesy who uttered the phrase, I didn't know Negro was offensive until right now when questioned about some of his language. One who owns a pizza shop in a black neighborhood with no pictures of blacks on the wall. True American man, redneck, white power, and blue balls. Cobra victim. Cobra victim? Uh, he was killing white people. If black people didn't wear hoodies, he wouldn't have to protect himself from Obama. Rejected applicant for the Rockport police, <laughs> the Lockport police, white. Oh. Uh, one who eats cheese sandwiches. The correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. Really, man. 
how impotent is your life that you wake up and threaten Obama every morning? You know what I mean? Like, well, even when people come at me, I'm always like, what's wrong with your life? Like, when people call our show and say stupid shit, I'm always like, but what's going wrong with your life that you needed to make this call? Because it's always some effort. Yeah, it's always something inside of you that will make you do that shit. There's never, there's never something good you know mm-hmm. people no, that have better shit from a good place yeah people that have better shit to do go do better shit rather than fuck with people yeah he's unemployed so all they got is time yeah um so apparently we got this from a fan let's see a man was given a speeding ticket um he dialed 911 reported a fake murder in progress in hopes of distracting the officer who was issuing the ticket <gasps> oh so there's only one police officer in the whole town <laughs> It's a Florida man. Oh. Of course, oh, Florida. Named Julius Lupowitz. He was pulled over for speeding. As the officer who pulled him over was writing his ticket, 911 dispatchers received a call to report the possible murder in progress. There is a murder that's going to happen, I swear the caller said, on Wingate and Hollywood. Definitely someone getting going to get shot. Please, please, Wingate and Hollywood, please. He then hung up the phone. As every available officer was being dispatched to the intersection of Wingate and Hollywood, the man called back. This time he said, I swear there's going to be a murder any second. There's a man and a gun, please. When he hung up this time, 911 dispatchers looked in their records for the caller's name. As he called 911 before, they had his name on record. His name was Julius Lupowitz. The dispatcher said Julius's name over the radio, police radio, and the officer who pulled Jules over recognizes the same name that he was writing on the speeding ticket. It almost worked, Police Lieutenant Rich Cordell told local news office WBT. The officer was trying to was trying to wrap up quickly to respond. Police believe that Julius made the fake calls when the officer's back was turned to write the ticket. Julius is now facing a felony charge that carries a five year maximum prison term. Wow, which is quite quite worse than a two hundred dollars speeding ticket. Right. So, guess the race of Julius. Uh, Lupowitz. You went from two hundred dollars to five years. Mm-hmm. One who makes Gary Oldman apologize. So that's a black. A black man wouldn't even call the police for a real crime, let alone diversion. Well, what race is he then? AC? <laughs> cheese on cheese on cheese. Describe the fake murder suspect as dark Negro white. My name is Lupa. I live in the South Second Ward. White ruler of Hollywood. Nah, not black, Jewish, says Mike. Uh, the correct answer is white. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. Gotta call the fake crime in, cause oh, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Police ain't got nothing better to do. Right. Maybe he was one of those people like, you ain't got nothing better to do than give me a ticket. I'll give you something better to do. Stop right. a murder. And you should be charged because you had all these police officers like dispatched to this area. Talking about the manpower and shit. Like, oh, you know, hundreds of people showing up at one location for nothing. Yeah. Let's go to the bonus round. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. So, right, double the points, double the race, bonus round for guess the race. So far, everyone's two for two. Been a pretty easy day. Let's see if they can keep it up. 
I wonder if they're getting nervous out there. We're about to see. Florida teen. Oh, Florida. God damn it. Florida teen Jennifer Green announced that candidacy for worst human being last month and, uh, of 2014 last month when she set a protected gopher tortoise on fire repeatedly and stomped it to death. Then posted the video on Facebook. Oh my. Now she what made. What did it do to her? Huh? What did it do to her? Uh, I don't know. It was one of those teenage mutant flammable ninja turtles. I don't know. Wow. Did it not have a dinner ready on time? The 18 year old is now facing charges for allegedly being sexually involved with an underage boy. The boy whose age hasn't been made public told investigators Green engaged in multiple sex acts with them, according to an arrest report obtained by Fox 30. Their relationship started when the two were playing hide and seek in Orange Park, Florida home. Hide and seek. So hide and seek that dick. Apparently so. The boy told police he initiated things by asking to see Green's booze. She said she then considered to perform, consented to perform various sexual acts, including oral sex. So this kid was snitching. Because, because Green, Green was only 17 at the time, multiple sources originally reported that she would be charged as juvenile for lewd or lascivious battery defined in Florida as engaging in cha- sexual activity with a child older than 12 and younger than 16. The, ch- the Florida State Attorney's Office now plans to prosecute her in adult court where she faces up to 15 years of prison in addition to the five years she already faced for animal cruelty. Guess the race of Jennifer Green. Uh, turtle murderer and baby uh, kid kid toucher uh see what they she better be careful so uh, a rat and the other toters might come attack her mm-hmm. multiple sex acts sounds like uh some whiz naive imperialist white people do things to humans and other animals they wouldn't dare do to dogs adventures in babysitting white single white female Anti-Sarah McLaughlin with same genetics. Gentrifier dresses as April O'Neil to entice children white. And milky white rom-com players playing hide and go get it. Uh, The correct answer is white. (laughs) Underage mutant ninja turtles, I guess. Um, Let's go to the next story. Um, from child fucking to just fucking. <laughs> An Arizona man and two women were arrested on public sex charges after they were busted in the middle of a romp in an apartment complex hot tub. Anthony Vesciola, 30, his 28 year old girlfriend, Gina Marie Rayner, and Jennifer Dushnowski, 29, continued to have sex after cops told them to stop in a public spa at a Peoria complex on Sunday night. Wow. How good was that sex? That must have been wonderful. Must have been that CeeLo Green hot tub. Come on and, and just dip hot a toe. Spas. Hmm? I said, depending on what kind of spa you got, it could be hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was in a hot tub, though. Oh. So it wasn't, I don't know about being in a spa. Okay. It was definitely in a hot tub uh, in an apartment complex. So it's probably like the public hot tub that everybody uses and they right. had that freaking nasty sex in there. Uh, Just dip a toe. Dip, 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 dip a toe. The officers who were called to the scene by a neighbor who reportedly who reported a small child wandering around the Gray Star Sierra <laughs> apartments <laughs> calling for his mommy stopped the sexcapades by physically separating them. As cops questioned the lovers who all appeared heavily intoxicated 
And that's the thing with these threesomes, man. People have to get drunk and all this shit. Like, I need to be sober so I can remember the threesome. As Kyle's question, the lovers who all appear heavily intoxicated, the officer heard the five-year-old boy calling for his mother. Police later identified the child as Rainer's and found her three-year-old son alone in her apartment. Wow. That's right. His girlfriend had a three-year-old baby somewhere alone in his apartment while they had a threesome in the hot tub in public. Yeah, that's why everybody shouldn't have kids. Rainer was booked on an additional count of suspicion of child abuse for leaving her child alone in the apartment. Rainer and Viacholo were uh, ordered held in lieu of $2,100 bond after they were arraigned on Monday. Dushnowski was released on her own recognizance. She said, I don't know these niggas. I was just letting my pussy get ate. Guess, <laughs> guess the race. The race is the same for all three participants. Guess the race of the people involved in this threesome. White dude about to launch his website, Thought Tub Time Machine. Ha! Oh. Thought Tub Time Machine. That's good. Euro trash refusing to bow to our American sensibilities. Too nice of a neighborhood to be a thought pocket production, white. Oh. They made a nice Guido soup. Guardians of the Methaway. <laughs> That's Leonard Brothers. Oh. They were celebrating their new jobs as KKK Border Patrol agents, white from Shana. I didn't know I couldn't do that, white. Uh, dude from Jersey Shore and a chick that wears Uggs and drinks Starbucks hourly. The cast of the porn version of the Threes Company, black woman, wouldn't get her hair wet in a hot tub. So white, the correct answer is white. Everyone got it. Man, everybody knocked it out the park today. Uh, I think everybody went three for three or four for four, whatever it was. Um, let's talk about sore ratchetness before we get out of here, guys. All right. Very serious issues. A cop was stabbed dead with a samurai sword. They're not even scared of the police anymore. This is why I say you just show up and shoot them. A oh, poli- Lord. A police died after he was stabbed. A policeman died after he was stabbed with a samurai sword in Kabad Baran City, Augustine del Notre, early Wednesday morning. Based on police investigation, PO3, Ferdinand Aguilar was on his way home when the incident happened. Aguilar stopped to buy food. While he was eating, the suspect identified only with the alias Ray Ray Cortez. That sounds like a character from Martin or some shit. Right. Approached and stabbed him with a katana. The victim sustained several wounds to his body. Authorities believe the suspect was under the influence of illegal drugs. A manhunt has been launched for Ray Ray Cortez, who fled from the crime scene. Yep. Give a man named Ray Ray a a sword. What the fuck you expect to happen? Uh, Come on now. Uh, In North Little Rock, Arizona, a Sherwood man is in jail after being arrested with a samurai-like sword during a road rage incident. Police say Derek Johnson, 41, wielded the prohibited weapon at a two at two women in a car that stopped behind the vehicle on Camp Robinson Road on Wednesday afternoon. The 42-year-old driver and her 63-year-old mother told officers they feared for their lives during the incident that happened around 3.30 near these uh, apartments not far from the intersection of Remont Road. According to a police report, the woman driver said Johnson stopped his vehicle in front of hers, forcing her to stop. He then got out of his vehicle and walked to her vehicle with a folding knife, yelling at her, give him his money. Oh. When he went back to the vehicle and returned armed with a samurai sword, uh, and at that point, the woman driver tried to get away, and he deflated one of her front tires with the sword. Despite that, the woman drove away and sought refuge at a nearby convenience store. 
Johnson was stopped by officers as he drove south away from the scene down Camp Robinson Road. Police say a search for the convicted felon's vehicle turned up the sword as well as some bullets. He is charged with aggravated assault and carrying certain prohibited weapons. The police incident report notes that the victim and the suspect are acquaintances. So she probably did owe him that money. I think she did. And he caught her ass driving behind him, stopped the car. He said, wait a minute, I have a sword. <laughs> That'll get me my money. Apparently so. And also get you five to ten in jail, sucker. So learn to behave yourselves, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow for more Blackout Tips uh, stuff at 9 p.m. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, go to adamandeve.com, code TBGWT. Never say anything bad about porn, everybody, because we will lose all our sponsorship. Um, also, go to iTunes, leave five-star reviews for the best erotic Karen. Appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that. Uh, it's awesome, and it makes you awesome. Um, so until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, Perry. Mwah. Mwah.